0: Saifa Today in 110 Lessons for Life from the Teachings of Imam Ali, may God's peace and blessings be upon him. We come to tradition number 53, in which we want to look at the relationship between God consciousness, or what we call taqwa, and the speech which emanates from us. Now, before we go into the hadith. Just as a brief introduction, we realize when we study the traditions, the sayings of the Prophet and his noble successors, may God's peace and blessings be upon all of them, that there are many, many sayings about taqwa, about the consciousness of God, and how it is attained, uh, what are the outcomes, what are the fruits and the benefits of having this consciousness of God. In the tradition today, however, the commander of the faithful wants us to focus on what we say. What words come out of our mouth? And obviously, not only just words, uh, he's giving of us, obviously speaking about a time 14 centuries ago where there was no such thing as social media, as internet, as, you know, all of these, you know, uh, contemporary means of communication. And so, as we look at this tradition, let us keep in mind that when the commander of the faithful speaks about the relationship between our tongue and what we speak and the consciousness of God, we can also uh, expand that to look at even our interaction on the social media platforms and what we might not verbally say, but what comes out of our heart by what we text or type or message uh, to either you know, friends or just people in general on social media platform. So before we go into the brief discussion, let us review the tradition that we want to reflect upon today. The commander of the faithful Imam Ali, peace be upon him, says the following statement, a person must protect his tongue, meaning his speech, as indeed this tongue leads its owner towards destruction. I swear by God, I don't believe that a servant can ever bring about God-consciousness, taqwa, within himself, which would benefit him until he safeguards his tongue, meaning his speech. As we see from the introduction in this tradition, and if we sit and deliberate and think about it, the commander of the faithful is providing us with some very important food for thought. And especially for those who are living in the 21st century this Era of modern communication and an ability in which we can, uh, you know, send a message, send a tweet, and we can literally, uh, you know, get that message out to millions of people instantaneously. He gives us this understanding in the tradition that our taqwa, our consciousness of God, which you know we have multiple definitions for within the traditions, but at the minimal, we can say that taqwa of God. The consciousness of God is to realize and to have an active realization that God is ever present within our lives and that everything that we say, that we do, and that we even think, that all of these will be held either for or against us on the day of judgment. And so, consciousness of God means that we are fully aware of God within our surroundings and we are careful of what we do, that we do not do any action which goes against the ordinances and the teachings of our religion. In this tradition, the Commander of the Faithful compares or brings up an understanding that consciousness of God has a direct correlation to what a person speaks, and as you mentioned, not only what we speak, but whatever we, you know, even type or text out to individuals. We can actually understand this, uh, you know, this concept in a few different ways. One is that the things that we say, the things that we type, the things that we text. They have an impact on our soul, on our heart, which obviously directly would have an impact on our taqwa, our consciousness, and, and our uh, level of commitment to Islam. And so we say at the first level that when we use vulgarity, profanity, when we falsely accuse people, when we engage in acts of backbiting or of uh, you know rumors or slandering people, all of these. Yeah, you know these have an impact on the soul and on the heart, and conversely the on the other way you know it 's a two way street, meaning that whatever is in the heart, whatever our heart is inclined towards, naturally we will uh, you know, express that through the way that we communicate with other people and so sometimes maybe we find people who are very vulgar, who are very crass, who use you know, profanities, every other word. This is an indication of a sickness of the heart, and it is an indication of the lack of taqwa, of consciousness of God within their lives. We sometimes come across people who love to engage in backbiting and gossiping, in spreading rumors within a community. You know, they uh, make up st- stories even sometimes about other people within their community, within the society. And this, obviously, we as we understand it, is because of their heart that it is a not the spiritual heart is not in a good state with God. When we look at the body, you know, and the, and, the, and the abilities and the powers that God has given us, we have these arms, these hands, we have feet. All of these thing, all of these, uh, you know, body parts can commit sins. But we have to agree that the sins of the hand or the feet that these are, you know, very limited, they've been curtailed. Meaning that, you know, if if you wanted to get into a fight with somebody, well, you had to be in that presence where they were. You know, if you wanted to do some kind of action, uh, you had to physically, you have to physically go and do that particular action. But the tongue is not like that, right? The tongue... Uh, Is with us, and even if nobody is around us, we can use it to harm individuals. Uh, You know, again, this may not have been a very profound reality 14 centuries ago, where there were no means of mass communication. They had no even, you know, fax machines or cell phones or any of the social media platforms. And so, back then in the day, if you wanted to, you know, uh, talks about somebody, about you know, making fun of somebody, insulting, using vulgarities. You had to be in a gathering of people, or at least one other person had to be with you. And so back then, it was a bit more difficult to use the tongue to commit sins, to speak or to you know, communicate in some way. But today with technology, we all carry smartphones in our pockets. And we could be anywhere, we could be at home, we could be at work, we could be in the malls, in the park, we could even be, God forbid, in a mosque and committing the sin of talking about other people, of using this blessing that God has given us in a negative way, in a way which God did not create it for, for us to use it. And so we have to be careful that the tongue, which as we know is a very small organ in the body, its, its weight, its mass, is maybe a few hundred grams, However, the sins which can emanate from the tongue are very profound and everlasting. And whereas an injury, you know, by by being punched or being kicked or even being cut, can be healed over time, but as we know and as many people have often stated, that the the injuries of the tongue take much more longer to heal. They're not like a cut or a punch or a bruise. the The, the, the power of this tongue is such that it can inflict damage which is sometimes irreparable within a society. And therefore, as we conclude on this day, we remind ourselves of this tradition of the commander of the faithful, that this tongue that we have, this power of communication, whether it be by, again, speaking or texting or typing, that this power that God has given us, it can lead to our destruction if we don't control ourselves. If we don't build up our taqwa, our inner strength, to be able to know right from right, or no, no right from wrong, and to follow the right and to keep away from what is wrong. And as we close, we ask God to give us the ability to increase in our consciousness of Him, and that we can control everything that we say, whatever we look at, and even whatever we speak about on social media. Wassalamu alaykum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.